This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. The Billboard Hot 100 began in 1958. And after four years of posting the column, the book, the number one's 20 chart-topping hits that reveal the history of pop music, Brian writes about 20 pivotal number ones throughout chart history, revealing a remarkably fluid and connected story of music that is as entertaining as it is enlightening. Tom Bryan is the senior editor at the music website Stereo Gum, where he writes the number ones, a column where he reviews every number one hit in the history of the Billboard Hot 100. He's written for Pitchfork, The Village Voice, The AV Club, GQ, and The Ringer, among others. Makes his home in Charlottesville, Virginia. Happy to have Tom Bryan join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Tom, welcome to this program. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for the the, the list of, uh, of of things too. That sounded nice. <laughs> All right, I want to start with this. So, what made you decide on the website to write about every number one hit? Well, there's a there's a guy in the UK named Tom Ewing who's been writing a, a similar column about the British charts for a very very long time. And I just you know I've been writing about music for a long time. I've always enjoyed Tom's column, so I one day while my kids were at swim practice and started wondering if there's if anybody done anything like this about the American charts uh, and if I could even find a record of all the number one hits and of course you know there's a Wikipedia page and uh, and as soon as I started looking at it I realized that like half of the songs were like canonical classics that I've heard a million times and half of them are just complete oddities that I that I never heard of before, so especially like going back to the earliest ones. So I felt like I wanted to know more, and I felt like uh, I wanted to write about it too. It seemed like uh, it would be a fun sort of uh, rabbit hole to dive down, and uh, I didn't really fully count on still doing it four or five years later. But here we are. And uh, and it's been a lot of fun, and I got to write a book, so that was cool too. <laughs> so right now you're up to what 2006? Uh, yeah, just started at six. Were you always into charts? Yeah, yeah, I, I always have been. They've always been interesting. You know, they used to they used to print the top ten songs of the week every week in the the Baltimore Sun, my my hometown newspaper, and I was always interested in kind of you know, what all these things were. I was the same way about box office charts and, like, baseball statistics and stuff like that. It's it's, it's The thing about music, I mean, you know, I, I love music, and I love the idea that all these songs are in competition with one another, even though they're clearly not. You know, that's just an invented thing. It's, it's uh, artistry doesn't necessarily have numbers to put on it, but the sort of mission of, Putting uh, like assigning numerical value to these these pieces of art, it, it, it's so messy and so interesting to me. We're chatting with Tom Bryan. His book is the number one's twenty chart topping hits that reveal the history of pop music. All right, you probably get asked this a lot. So, how did you select these twenty songs? What is the significance of these twenty songs? Well, the idea was to pick twenty songs that are kind of like pivot points. They're Moments where everything that came beforehand immediately sounds slightly old-fashioned when this song comes along. It doesn't mean the songs themselves are important. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they are kind of jumping-off points where you can see, like, where rap music started to become dominant or disco or whatever else. Uh, they're just uh, they're these sort of 
moments, and, and I like the idea that uh, anyone can argue with, with what I've picked or, or can get upset that I've left out the, you know, the Rolling Stones and I've written about Soldier Boy instead. They're all, I think, sort of important turning points where, where pop music tastes has shifted over the years. What was your research like for this book? Oh, it was a uh, you know, it was a lot of listening to music, and it was a lot of reading books about music and diving in, trying to find uh, publications from that were contemporary to those songs, uh, and then you know a, a lot of there's you know everybody who's been in uh, not everybody but a great many people who have been in bands or have produced successful records or whatever, a lot of them have written memoirs, so there is. A lot of lot of information out there to, to pick through. Give me a couple of, of songs in these 20, Tom, that, you know, as you did the research, surprised you and found out some interesting facts that you didn't know. The uh, the first song in the book is The Twist by Chubby Checker. And I, I'd written about that song. I knew a little bit about it. But to kind of open up the, the research and everything, to really dig into it, I read a bunch more. I read a bunch of books about American Bandstand and just the the way that those old TV shows from before I was born, the way they worked and the way that a whole industry kind of popped up specifically around American Bandstand. Like there was all these, uh, a lot of the the sort of teen idols who, who got popular in the early 60s got popular because they were in Philadelphia, which is where American Bandstand was filmed. And because a bunch of the sort of smaller record labels from around there, including one that Dick Clark founded. They sent talent scouts out to, to find kids at Philadelphia high schools to sort of plug them into these this system. And I found that whole thing really interesting. And then more recently, I, uh, one of the one of the chapters in the book that, that comes much much later is about uh, "Buy You a Drink" by T Pain, and so that led to me researching autotune, how autotune started and why it can do that weird thing that makes you sound like a robot. What was the intent there? And, uh, and that whole process was interesting as well because autotune was invented to be this invisible studio tool. And immediately, right away, as soon as it was on the market, people started abusing it and doing it to sort of warp and distend and mess with the human voice. And that led me down this whole rabbit hole about all the different ways people have, have, have messed with the way voices sound, all the, all the forms of distortion that you can put on there, and, uh, and how that's completely changed the sound of popular music today. Chatting with Tom Bryan here and speaking of writers, his book is the number one's 20 chart-topping hits that reveal the history of pop music. What would you like readers to take away from this book, Tom? I guess I'd like them to take away that the idea that music itself, popular music, is is a it's a living thing. It's not something that's that's uh, trapped in amber, and it's not these uh, it's not twenty songs that you need to hear. It, because they'll make you a better person. It's a it's a constant fluing of fluid evolving beast that's that that never stays in one place for too long. And that evolving beast right now. I want to get your take on uh, popular music today. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, it's there's a lot of great stuff and there's a lot of stuff that's not so great. Which is uh, it, that has been the case at every other point in history. I, you know, I, I'm a I am a an active music critic, so I love a lot of music that's coming out now. Um, but uh, it's, uh, you know, like 
Taylor Swift being the biggest artist in the world, as we've seen over the last couple months, you know, I think she's awesome. I really like her. Uh, I'm not mad about it. The book is the number one's 20 chart-topping hits that reveal the history of pop music. The author is Tom Bryan. And, and again, you can read his ongoing series. He's up to uh, year 2006. The number one's a space uh, in which uh, he's been writing about every number one hit in the history of the Billboard Hot 100. That is at Stereogum.com. Tom, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks so much for having me. And this is Speaking of Writers.